Happy Monday. Hey, hey what's up? How are you? I'm doing very well. Good. So excited. Christmas is almost here. Yeah, it's Ken's favorite time of year for sure. Yes. I mean, it's honestly everybody's. I know. I started it back in October. <laughs> <laughs> it's too much. It's too, it's way too much. It's never too but much. But it's finally like the appropriate time to be excited. Christmas is next week. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Weekish. Yeah, weekish. It's pretty incredible. Yep. Well, we obviously have the new year also happening, and we're here at the tail end of 2023, which is hard to believe. I cannot believe we're at the end. Like, how the heck did that happen? It happened so fast. Where did this year go? Um, And so today, I thought it would be helpful to kind of talk about how to do like an annual review process and uh, some tips and things to prompt your thinking so that you can get ready for the new year. I love it. Let's jump right in. All right. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus. All right. Well, welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Marissa here with Ken. Hey. All right. So we're here to talk about annual reviews, which I feel like a lot of people have different processes for. Um, and our kind of process for this has actually been somewhat buried inside of your best year ever. And something that we haven't really like, I think stripped out out of that. Yeah. And like talked about, and I think it's such a helpful process. I love doing this this time of year and we're doing it today. We're taking it out of its little box. Yes. So we have three steps for you to do an annual review and we're going to keep this pretty simple. Um, but I think it's really effective. So, uh, the first step is to complete the past shocker. (laughs) Wait, you mean to do a review? We have to, we're going to review the past. We're going to review. But we're actually going to complete the past because I think this is really easy for people to feel like we get to this time of year and all they want to do is go and think about the year coming, you know, 2024, it's only a few weeks away at this point and we're all thinking about it and we're excited and it's really easy to not go, wait a minute, I got to look back and think about all that I accomplished and if there were any challenging things going on um, and just like put the past to bed so that I can go into the new year. So we actually have seven questions uh, to ask yourself about the previous year. And so I want to walk through those. And I encourage you when you are not, if you're driving, don't. Don't crash. Don't crash and don't write these down. But if you're not driving, you might want to take out a little notes thing. Maybe, uh, Nick, we can throw these up in the show notes for people so that they can just grab them off of the site. All right. So seven questions to ask yourself about really 2023. Let's do it. All right. So if 2023 was turned into a movie about your life, what genre would it be? I love love that. All right. Next question. Uh, What were the two or three major themes that kept reoccurring? Yes. Number three, what did you accomplish this past year that makes you most proud? That's a good one. All right. Number four, what do you feel you should have been acknowledged for, but weren't? I think this is my favorite question. That's a hard question for me to answer. But isn't it so true that like you go through the year and you feel like you've done stuff and nobody saw it or nobody was like, hey, yeah. good job, Ken. Like I you know. crushed that. No, I get it. 
And like, there's a time for you to pat yourself on the back a little bit. That's uh, hard for, I'll tell you what, that's hard for some people to do. I, I mean, it's sometimes really it's hard, hard for me to like pat myself on the back. Like, oh yeah, I, I tend to like to just stay under the radar about certain things. Oh, for sure. But like it, we got to give ourselves a pat on the back. Yeah. This is the time to do it. Uh, number five, what disappointments or regrets did you experience? None. It was perfect. It was a Hallmark movie. Yeah. Oh, if only. That would be nice. <laughs> if only. All right. Number six, what was missing from last year as you look back? This is a good question as we actually think ahead. Expound on that question a little bit. What, what do you mean? What was missing from last year? Like, what were you hoping to get or have? Yeah, like, or do you feel like when you look back on this past year, the thing that was missing for you was community or mm, um, more discipline or more excitement? I mean, you name it. And I think what I like about this question is it kind of helps start priming the pump for you to start thinking about what you want for the for new the year ahead. Year. Because what was missing, you might want to include in the coming year. Yeah, that's great. All right. The last question is, what were the major life lessons you learned this past year? Yeah, it's definitely a good one. That is a fantastic. One. That's a really good one. I love one. that question. Okay. So there's seven questions for you to complete the past. Yes. And I love how you said it at the beginning was like, if you don't complete the past, you're not really sure where you're going. Yeah. Right. Like, do you, can you actually say, were you successful? Were you not su successful? Or actually just like, are you going to have to end up repeating Yep. certain lessons because I you think didn't this stop. is this is a really big key here because it's kind of like in relationships you know like you got to process the breakup before you go into the next relationship otherwise you're probably going to be met with the same issues or kind of person or whatever and you've got to learn the lessons you've got to like digest and distill those lessons before you can turn to the new year and yep. start dreaming again So the first step to do an annual review is to complete the past. The second step is anticipate the future. Yes. Anticipate the future. Yeah. So we love this. This is what our whole company is based upon. Yeah. Uh, and the best way to do this is to set your smarter goals. Yeah. Okay. So we've talked about this already, but let's just quickly review smarter goals. What are they? Yep. Right. The S is specific. M is measurable, A is actionable, R is risky. Now, if you want to know more about this, go listen to the previous episode, R is risky, T is time-bound, E is exciting, and R is relevant. Boom, way Look to go. That. Look at you, like a pro. That's awesome. Took me 30 seconds. No. Yeah, and you know, I think here, too, is, again, you've got to complete the past before you can look to the future and start dreaming and getting excited and all of that. Like, you've got to put that to bed so you can look ahead. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. that rhymed. That's exciting. <laughs> Get her a rap album. Yeah. So if you if you do want to know more about how to set smarter goals, uh, we did an episode last week that hopefully you listened to. But if not, go ahead and download it now. Uh, but we did kind of a beginner's guide to goal setting and uh, it's super helpful. We walk you through this process. So definitely check that out. All right. So step three is review your success. So this is also really an easy thing for people to kind of, uh, especially high achievers, I think, as Bree's past, they don't feel like they need to actually go pat themselves on the back for all the things they yep. did do that were awesome or the wins that they had this past year. We have six tips to help you put these strategies together in an annual review. So number one, identify your biggest wins from the year. 
Number two, conduct an after action review. And for those of you that may not know what an after action review is, this is essentially the same process that's built into your weekly and quarterly previews in the full focus planner. So it's asking you to, you know, essentially look at things, determine what you want to continue doing or change, and then look to the future. Uh, number three is conduct a goal review. So look at all the goals that you have put in for the previous year and how did you do? Yeah. Right. Uh, and if you didn't do any goals, that should be quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and nope, didn't achieve a thing. Did it, you, you might have achieved it, but not the ones you thought about. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> oh, and then number four, uh, conduct a calendar review. Yeah. Just look at everything that happened in your calendar. Was it overwhelming? Was it not overwhelming? Would you have wanted to add something? Would you want to take something out? Like, think about those I things. I bet there's a ton there that you've forgotten that happened as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I Honestly, sometimes if you ask me what happened last month, I'd be like, I don't know. That's why I put everything on my calendar yeah. so I could be like, oh, I did this or I did this task or I did that. Yeah. Like, my calendar saves me a lot. Oh, and for sure. It'll help you too. Just FYI for those, this might be a little pro tip. Uh, if you don't ever remember what your big win is and if you're not journaling or putting it in your planner, like at least put it in your calendar. Like yeah. that day, like big win, boom. You know, so then you can search when you're doing it on Google or something like that, like big win. And it shows all the wins that you did for that year. That's good. I like that. All right. So uh, tip five is to review your daily rituals. And so this is important because the rituals that you had at the beginning of 2023 or whatever year you're listening to this in, uh, you might not have the same life that you had at the beginning of the year. And so you yeah. need to review those rituals and make sure they're still working for you and adjust where needed. Maybe like you, you had a baby in the, you know, yeah. the past year. And so your life looks really different now. And I bet I'd be willing to bet your morning ritual probably looks really different now than it did in January. 100%. Yeah. And then lastly is to review your ideal week. Yes. And that's for the same purpose. It's obviously like life happens, things change. Maybe you're in a different role than you were in January. You've been promoted. You switch jobs. Uh, regardless, your job has probably changed a lot since January. Your family life might look really different. Um, your goals obviously are shifting. And so you might need to shift around that ideal uh, week to make it match what you're looking to accomplish. Yeah. Now you may be listening to this and be th thinking, wow, that was one. The questions were really profound, but number two, you might be like, those are three really simple steps. Yeah. And you're right. They are. And it was meant to be simple because if it's complex, you're not going to do it. Totally. Right. But we really want you to take some time and just go through the process. Right. Marissa, if someone's going through this process, how long do you think it would take them to do an annual review? Well, you could, I think, do this in probably as little as, I don't know, a couple hours, you know, if you really want to press it. Uh, for me, I typically choose to block off about a day where I really walk through this process. Um, and I kind of set aside that dedicated time to really reflect. For those of you that have kids and, you know, people kind of pulling at your attention, uh, it might be helpful if you, like, send the kids to the grandparents for the day or try to take a day out, you know, go on a little mini retreat, so to speak. For me, I don't have kids. And so I just set aside a, a day of the week and really go through this process. And so that way I don't feel like I have a time limit and I'm trying to rush through stuff. Uh, but I think you can do it in a, as little as a couple hours. Yeah. We actually go through this um, as a team uh, through our best year ever process. And all of this is baked into that day. So we've got on January 9th or January 5th coming up, we've got your best year ever live. And we walk you through this plus a lot more. 
during that entire day. It's a one day live event virtual and you will leave that event having done all of these steps, having all of your goals for the new year. And it is, it's really amazing. We take you through several more steps in that process, like dealing with some of your liberating or limiting beliefs, limiting beliefs, turning them into liberating truths. Um, but it's such a great annual ritual to have to do this time of reflection, asking yourself these big questions, and then looking ahead at the new year going, what do I really want? And setting those intentions and those goals. Yeah, I love it. And and I think that I'm really excited for people to join us at your best year ever, because that's one of the things I was going to mention here is that like, as you're going through this, some of the things that might happen, especially if you're like an Enneagram one, right? You, you feel like, man, you don't look at the successes. You look at all the failures. You're like, oh, yeah. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. I didn't. But those are limiting beliefs that you got to work through yeah. and you need to see the liberating truths. So making sure that you stop and recognize like you're not perfect, you need grace for yourself, but let's keep achieving, let's keep moving forward uh, is going to be extremely beneficial. Yeah. So if you're ever questioning, should I go do your best year ever or should I even stop and do an annual review? Like you are holding yourself back by not doing this. Absolutely. And I think that um, one of the best things too is even when you're thinking about those failures and those shortcomings that you had in the last year, there's lessons buried in each one of those. For sure. And if you're not, uh, if you're just quick to move on to the next thing, you're not going to be able to take advantage of all those lessons that came this year. And this process enables you to actually look at those, digest them, like I was saying, and experience them so that going forward into the new year, you're not feeling like, you know, you're having to make those same failures again or, or struggle with the same issues that you did this past year. You can kind of like learn it and then move on. Yep. And then just be thankful that you have another shot to try it. Yeah. Again. What is, how do you do an annual review? Do you take some time or how, how does that look? I've for broken you? it up. So like because of my family yeah. and all that, there are times when I haven't been able to do one yeah. and I do like a mental checklist. Right. Yeah. Uh, but then other times I just break it up. Like, Hey, one day I'll do this section. I'll do this. Like it might take me a couple weeks yep. uh, to just process stuff. So I'm in I'm an internal processor quite a bit. So that's where people will be like as extroverted as I can be and I am. Most people don't realize how much of an internal processor yeah. I am. So I've been processing this stuff for for months already. That's really good. Yeah. Well, and I think that if you're a full focus planner user, you're the easiest thing that you can do is just flip back to your weekly previews because yeah. this is kind of like a lot of this framework is built in already each week. And so you're doing like mini versions of these every single week, which is awesome. Yeah. Final thoughts. Final thoughts is it's worth taking some time to think about this past year and really to process through everything that you went through. And in order to move to the new year, I just want to encourage you, like before you just get excited and start thinking of all the things, really take a moment to look back before you look ahead. Mm, that's a good one. I'm going to leave it at that. I like it. Awesome. Well, you probably know the benefits of the compound effect of small actions through daily habits. But the biggest question is where are those habits leading you? Well, without a clear destination, it's really challenging to stay on course and keep up your motivation. So how do you decide which habits to prioritize in any given day, month, or even year? Well, the answer is a life plan. 
We here at Full Focus have created Life Focus, which is a brand new gamified approach to life planning. Each Life Focus kit comes with 11 card decks to help you define your personal mission, identify your personal values, describe your desired future, and determine your next steps, including the key milestones and essential habits to help you achieve your plan. By the end of this fun and easy process, you won't just have a vision for your life, you'll have the next steps and habits to pursue a life of greater direction, growth, and purpose. And right now, just for being a listener of Focus on This, we are giving you 15% off our Life Focus Kit and our course. So just go to fullfocus.co slash lifefocus and use the code FOT15 to get started. Okay, so... uh... We've talked about our, uh, you know, ready for 2024. We've reviewed our year. And I thought it would be kind of fun. We started doing this in the last year here on the podcast to share with you some habits of famous people, perhaps famous successful people, and to get your reaction to the habit. And perhaps if you think it's effective, if you would recommend it for other people, if you recommend it to yourself and see how it goes. We really need a name for this segment. Uh I don't know. Historical Creep, habits. Creeping on habits? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So these are, this is for all from an article from Inc.com titled 17 Bizarre Productivity Hacks from the World's Greatest Oh, we're doing achievers. like bizarre. Okay. Okay, okay bizarre. This is going to get weird. So, well, some we'll of them. That's why I said creeping. I, I, uh, they, I think this title, you I know, just, just, it's a clickbait. They're trying to get your attention. Um, let's see. So Beethoven. Ever heard of him? Nope. No. <laughs> The dog. The dog Beethoven. Oh! You know, the dog. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Uh, I have Beethoven a stuffy started... of Beethoven in, on my bed right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Beethoven started each day with a cup of coffee, and what coffee? He insisted on 60 beans per cup. Some of us try to be good by limiting our intake to under two cups a day. Beethoven seemed to know the exact amount of his coffee. How do you was feel like OCD? that fits? I, I mean, he was a... Prodigy, of course. <laughs> Interesting. I want. You, I seriously wonder if he was. I mean, if you're counting I mean, your beans. I'm a Google away. Did wait they, for it. Okay, you have no idea. I just came across a huge article titled "Ludwig van Beethoven: A Psychiatric Perspective." Um, oh. From National Institute of Health. Anyway, they don't see any uh, evidence of OCD or anxiety from Beethoven. I'm sorry, if you're but he counting was a 60 yeah. coffee beans a day, you have severe anxiety and likely OCD. You're probably okay, I don't need any more information than that. <laughs> yeah, would I do this habit? No, because I don't drink coffee. You don't oh, drink coffee? Oh my gosh, how have we gotten this far and I didn't know this? Okay, didn't wait a minute. Time. I mean, I've never seen you drink a cup now that I think about it, but I've okay. never thought about it. Marissa, I think you should just like oh. keep, your, keep facing... Ken and just like oh. slowly back out of the room. Yeah. Between like this- I think I've had six cups today. <laughs> I know. You've never seen me drink coffee or any Between energy. This and the I don't Christmas do any energy before, drinks. Christmas before Halloween. It's honestly this? the real Christmas miracle is that we're still friends. Hey. Because <laughs> I know I'm just next like, week wow. I'll have a new host. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, a non coffee drinker. 
Here's Benjamin Franklin for you. Uh, Benjamin Franklin took an air bath each morning. An air bath? Yeah. What is that? What, what, do, you, what do you think that is? Before he just I tell like you. walked outside naked? He sat naked in front of an open window for a full hour, summer oh. and winter. I mean, honestly, it sounds great, except for the hour part. That's like a long time. Yeah. And so like a, the work part and the... Yeah, like the a different hour. time back. Like that's a Benjamin long, Franklin was... Yeah, like that's a long time. But like... The concept? Never thought about it. <laughs> I like, you know, people are really into like cold plunges and, you know, these like biohacking things. Like maybe we need to bring back air... Oh, okay, but all I'm really thinking about is how many people saw him air bathing. Well, he probably actually, that like is what, didn't. Did he? Was he like in a city? Where did he live? Well, the rest of this, you know, we have no record of what his nosy neighbors might have thought of this, but it helped propel Franklin into the first rank of statesmen and scientists. Now, we didn't really pass judgment on the last one with the beans, but I would like to think through, as experts on the full focus system, as experts on goal achievement and productivity, I do want to get a sense of how you view each of these. Do you co-sign the, like, where, where are we at? Yeah, I'm going to co-sign this one. Wow. I am. You're going to co-sign that. Assuming, assuming, obviously, that you're not doing it in front of people. Assuming you're not putting other yeah. people at risk. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm go just going to pass like whatever makes you feel great. I have too many thoughts going through my mind. I, just, uh, yeah, I think it's great. I'm here for it. Way to go, Benny. Yeah, if you could do it in a Way private location, in, like in yeah. privacy, sure. Yes, yeah. I would. I'd be down. Yeah. Um, I don't you know, know how Jap- to, but I'm Japanese, just gonna withhold all the jokes that go through my. Mind. The Japanese have a um, practice called forest bathing. Have you heard of this? It's called. I can't remember the Japanese. I feel like word you make up it. stuff sometimes. No, it's like legit. This is legit, and. <laughs> People do this where they go into the forest and like just experience the forest and like oh. totally disconnect and they call it forest bathing. I can't remember the Japanese term, um, but that so that I'm kind of like it's somewhat one in the same. I mean, it sounds almost identical. Air bathing. Y'all, come on. This is going to be a new Instagram phenomenon. Uh, did you air bathe today? Yeah, exactly. Did you, did you earth today or did you ground today? Exactly. What? Is that right? Shir- Sh- what is it? Shinrin Yoku. Shinrin Yoku. Correcto. I don't know how to pronounce this. It's a Greek. Uh, Demosthenes. Sure. Just do it confidently. Never heard of him. (laughs) Was an ancient Greek with a speech defect who wanted to become a public speaker. So he put pebbles in his mouth, then walked alone along the seashore for an hour each day, declaiming loudly. He eventually conquered his speech impediment and went on to become a famous orator. Honestly, like absolutely, I'd do it. That's, That's pretty awesome. Pretty amazing. That's a great. It it's one of those uh, quips that have been in public speaking books. Right. Like any public speaking book, you hear this story. Do you really? Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm very familiar with it. I've thought about doing it, and then I'm I'm kind of like, or I could just practice. Yeah. Talking. Well, way to go. Ahead. Well, now it sounds like you don't co-sign it. <laughs> I do. I just got more nervous about. Have you ever thought about putting pebbles in your mouth and accidentally biting into one? It just makes me nervous. Mm. Never really thought the about concept. it. Nope. <laughs> That's the new next episode. I'll be doing it in <laughs> Pebbles. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm sure we could sell some sort of like bag of Pebbles for like <laughs> holistic. Like, hey guys, uh, you want to get be productive by this will focus There's Pebbles. opportunity in all of this. This will also be mercury free and take out the mercury from your teeth if you. Okay, That's right. Yeah, sign up. I'm signing up right now. <laughs> I'm about to cut this because we gotta. We got to yeah. keep this for ourselves. Uh, Ernest Hemingway 
Ever heard of him? Wrote no. most of his novels standing up. Yeah, he's ahead of his time. That's a great idea. Do you guys Love use it. standing desks? I do. I did. I have one, mm. but I don't use it. I know. Shame on you. I what's know. the what's and the story? And you're giving me beef if, okay, about coffee. If I'm if you're ruining I your am back in meetings like <laughs> on ergodynamicness. I would do a like day of Zoom meetings standing up. But if I'm like trying to do like deep thinking, like I'm happy that Ernest is able to figure this out. But for me, like I need to like sit and kind of like be comfortable. I don't know. I just sure. I can't really do like you've created thinking. a habit that you got to like sit to do deep work. Yeah. I have a sit stand desk. True. And it is a. It's She's about, like, I don't care. I like it. It's about compromise. Yeah. I'm sitting right now. I just got. I just couldn't do it anymore. So you but. have one that like goes up and down. You should do oh, yeah. a. Um, they're like the stools that have a little bit more of a lean back to it mm. for standing people. Oh, that, it might for help. Sta- standing people. <laughs> <laughs> for people with standing desks. <laughs> Simon Cowell. Ever heard of him? Ooh. Uh, likes to climb a tree as you part already, yeah. of an everyday ritual. Does he really? Wow. Simon also enjoys watching cartoons every morning to put himself in a good mood. Okay, well, that's a no for me, dog. Oh, wow. she was <laughs> You got the wink in that. it. She did the okay. thing that's not even his thing. No, but it's like <laughs> his thing. That, I mean, it's not. I get it. No, we I get it. It was, it, was a, it was good. It was good. It was good. Yeah. Okay, but, but anyway. The cartoons is a no. Why not? Those are both great things, great oh. options to put yourself in a good mood. Watch cartoons. Now we gotta ask what cartoon climbing a tree. I am absolutely here for this, and did not see this for Simon. Like, yeah, I'm curious well, if he's doing it barefooted. Like, is he just like this article? What tree is he climbing? Kind of the same tree? Does he look for a new tree every day? Oh, I yeah. have so many. Is he a Simon, tree climber? If you're listening to this, we have a lot of questions. Yes, please reach out to us. Yeah. Okay. Here, look. In our full uh, focus planner community. Can you imagine? We see a request. Simon, Simon Cowell, Cowell is requesting to join the full focus planner community. During a recent press call, Cowell said, I climb trees daily. It's like a ritual. I like cartoons every morning. I like the Flintstones, the Jetsons, all the old ones. I watch yeah, them okay, I'm here for those. To put me in a good mood. Love it. Love the Jetsons. Love the Flintstones. Climbing trees. Wow. <laughs> I really like him I would now. probably go back to my old days as a kid because I have nostalgia for like... She's going to about just watch her face right, when I say these. Because <laughs> I was going to be like, oh, I'd be watching like Pokemon or something like that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you. She, that's amazing. I, she knew it was coming, but could not stop She it. couldn't help it. <laughs> but I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just had like, I had it. Like, I saw oh, it coming. I was thinking you were going to be like, Tom and Jerry. I would be like, yes. Have you have you watched Tom and Jerry? Oh, yeah. Tom and Jerry was my jam. I'm getting my son a Pikachu present for his birthday. Oh, well, hopefully he doesn't listen to the show. No. Nah. <laughs> He's, He's too young. Too. <laughs> How old you is know. he? Four. He's turning five. Five, yeah. He also shares my birthday, so. Yes. What's his name? Alex. Alex. Oh, sweet little Alex. Sorry that your dad's about to corrupt you. <laughs> well, and and get fired from his job hosting and get a podcast. Fired. So I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Is there morning. any other personal information you want me to tell you about my son that people could take? <laughs> oh, that's right. Let's get Soch. Uh, Soch. Yeah. <laughs> Soch. All right. Well, thank you for playing this game. Sounds like, uh, for the most part, you guys are pretty on board with 
Yeah, I think I'll report back next week about how air bathing is going. This was a pretty uh, fun ending to the episode. And also, we hope you do have a fun ending to your year. Yes, it's going to be a fantastic one. Next week is Christmas. One of the best times of the year. Yes, we're very excited about it. So we just want to say thanks for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So please share it with your friends and be sure to join the Full Focus Planner community on Facebook so you can benefit from the creativity and encouragement of people chasing big goals just like you. And we will be here next week with another episode and it will be on Christmas Day. So it'll be short. We just want to say hi and we'll talk to you then. So until then, stay focused. I didn't say it. Let's try that again. I was looking at right at you. <laughs> All right. Let's try it again. Okay. Until then, stay, stay focused. This episode is brought to you by Life Focus, a new gamified approach to life planning that's easy, fun, and gives you a GPS for your next 10 years. You can start today at fullfocus.co slash lifefocus.